Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Long Ball Street, all up in your motherfucking ass. What? I was trying to think of new ways to start the podcast, Matt. We discussed this, didn't we? And that's the way I think. That's not all up in your motherfucking ass. That's not what we discussed, though, is it? No, we said something about cum. <laughs> Should we start from the beginning? I what? don't know if I can go on after that. I'm like, I feel sexually abused. This is peak podcasting. Peak podcasting. Yeah. So, um, obviously, we, we think. And we agree that we had the most boring intro of any podcast ever. Hello and welcome to the Long Ball Street Podcast. Yeah, it's like, what is Dull this? Dull as shit. What is it, the nine o'clock news in oh. 1993? And we are not dull people. We're, We're exciting, people. dynamic, We have metrosexuals. Metrosexuals. Yeah. Open to everything and anything at any time. <laughs> Men. <laughs> <laughs> Women. Old. Young doesn't matter. Um, so what? Yeah, what was you thinking? Like, uh, come in your ears. I think that as a so I, I like an MMA podcast, right? Um, called the MMA Hour. Yeah, and I like it. It's good. The, the intros are made really nice, pace to it, bit of energy, and it's like this is the MMA Hour back in your life. And I always feel a little bit of a tingle because I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking gonna enjoy this. You was waiting for it. I was waiting back. for it. And and what well, doesn't mind work as well, then Matt. The long Bull Street back up in your motherfucking ass. That's it's good, but I was thinking, right? What what can we have that explains to people? Because you don't actually take the podcast in the ass, Steve. <laughs> so factually, it's incorrect. No, fair, fair play. Yeah. Um, but it does come in your face. <laughs> well, and your ears. Well, that's what I mean. Your eyes and your ears. I mean, your ears, your face. It's more of a head thing, isn't it? Really? I suppose. But so it, in it is your a podcast. Head, Rather than a video, we happen to video the podcast. Yeah, but it's both. So what I'm saying is, that what, rather than going, this is just a podcast, or this is just a video and like, looking in a camera. Mm. Um, so I cut, see it, it. Like I'm saying, at so the moment, said, if anyone's watching, we're coming in your face. Yeah. If but if you're listening, are we still coming in your face, or are we just coming in your head? You're coming in your ears. Yeah. So it depends what you're doing. If, which, which is like the Peter K. Charlie FM thing. So we could say. The Long Ball Street podcast come in in your face and a bit in your ears and it might even go in your hair. Yeah, I like that. It's catchy. But so okay, let's Quite pretend it's that and let's see if it works. All right, go on. It's the Long Ball Street podcast coming in your face, coming a, in your ears, and a bit in your ears and on your hair as well, a bit. <laughs> neck, <laughs> some on your neck, dribbling. Um, <laughs> it's just we're not talking it's about not actual right. semen though are we we're just yeah. talking about sound. right but is this something that people can maybe help us with and just say look what would be a um, uh, you know is, is it alright to say coming in your motherfucking ass <laughs> is it is it better to say coming in your ears or is it better to say 
in your face because that or just in your face yeah long ball street in your face once in, again yeah in your face like a renegade master people damage your power to the people the long ball street Favourite rap tune as a child? As a child? A young man, as a young man growing um, up. Fuck. It's, it's impossible to say, but I really used to like... Um, um, uh, do you know what mine is? Just wait. Go on, you do it. Do you know, do you know Dr. Dre's 2001? Mm. Pause for porno? <laughs> Why is it got... To- why is everything got to be fucking sexual? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Though it's not even a song; it's a skit where the set you can hear people having sex. Right. That's my favourite rap. Well, there was some. The, okay, so the, the, the NWA stuff had some tunes like that that were really highly inappropriate. Um, yeah, yeah. Where they there was like having sex with one girl in a car. Oh shit! I don't want to do it. But there was, there was some, <laughs> like that, I used to say, uh, end of the year, Public Enemy, I used to really like, Public Enemy, Shut Em Down was always one of them. Mm. I like Nike, but wait a minute, the hood supposed to put some money in it. I used to know a lot of the, uh, there used to be some amazing, powerful lyrics. Chuck D, who was actually a friend of the Ball Street Nation. Yeah. Uh, he's a, um, yeah, I used to love Public Enemy, but uh, Ice Cube had some good ones like, um, what is the one? I got a bleep from Kim, and she can fuck all night, call up the homies and asking you all, which park are we all playing basketball? You know that fucking good day. Do you I, know that one? Yes, I do know it. I know. I know it well. Um, my, one of my favourite ones as well is um, "Ain't No Fun." If the homies can't have no. Yeah, it's a little bit misogynistic. It is. Do you ever, do you ever, of, do you ever struggle with that a little bit? Because I'm not a misogynist. Has been. I have been accused of that before, but I, I promise you, I'm not. Um, and I do listen to rap music yeah. more than any other brand of music or genre. And, yeah. and it's, when I listen to it, it is a bit misogynistic, homophobic. Yeah, well, it is, isn't it? Mm. Um, but do I put? No, I mean, I'm able to separate. You know, I'm art from I, I, yeah. I reality. could play Grand Theft Auto and not Joyride or 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 you know, go on. No, fair play. Killing sprees. But but I did used to love hip hop, and uh, I said Far Side Black Sheep actually one of the most underrated because there was a whole West Coast was a bit more sort of gangster rap where it was more misogynistic and mm. more kind of violent. East Coast rap was a little bit more creative intelligent so it was kind of um uh, from people like uh, black sheep i guess tribe called quest and people like that so it was kind of a bit of an east coast and west coast thing mm. for quite a long time i like tribe called quest a lot they've released new yeah album. i know yeah I but, but he was um yeah he was one of the best so on this week's podcast do you like grime um less less than i than i like rap i can right. appreciate what they what the the movement from the underground into popular culture has been incredible, especially yeah. for what we're But the London, uh, I remember what was it? The London Posse was like maybe one of like um, London's rap acts, and yeah. it just sounded so shit in back in them days. Didn't really have an identity. They were rapping in English London accents as well, which was can you imagine doing that then yeah I mean the, the the fad would have been to well no no I think they tried to sort of sound a bit of American it didn't have an identity whereas now yeah. it's kind of like I think grime for me has a strong identity has a strong language that urban London kind of language yeah. has really come out and and it, it's so talented man the, the 
UK music is amazing now. I love grime. Yeah. Like Grime Daily. Grime, oh yeah, what, the website? Well, the channel, YouTube, YouTube channel. Yeah, the brand, yeah. Sound. The podcast as well, I think. They're good. Uh, anyway, what, this has come from nowhere. It's, it's not on the sheet, is it? No, uh, that's what we do. Natural, natural, that's natural what podcasters. we do, innit? Well, that should be the long ball street coming in your face. It's what we do in it. It is coming in your face, then, isn't it? We'll try. We'll see what people say. See people what can people let say. us know about anything that. you suggest. We'll try out anything, more or less, as long as it isn't <laughs> oh, <fucking> inciting <laughs> racial <laughs> hatred. Not that. Yeah. But I, anything other than things that incite racial hatred, I will read out. People can clip that, can't they, and put it on the I internet? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not famous enough for it to be a problem. No. Um, the um, so, so, so what day is it today? Today, because so this is coming. This is we've coming pre-recorded up. this a little bit. Yeah, we? we have because um, obviously we need to put stuff out when the office isn't open over Christmas. Everyone's having a well earned break, um, so it'll be the Thursday before New Year's. Um, That's the day. And That's that is. but so we've done this a little bit earlier, and this show is essentially about. We're going to have a little bit of a wrap of the year, aren't we? The year that's gone. Mm-hmm. And it's always a bit of a time to reflect, isn't it? On what's happened, how yeah. things have gone. And then look ahead to the future mm. and this, what's happened. So we're going to do a bit of that. One of the best years of my life. Oh. And a lot of that is about Ball Street. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's lovely, that, Flav. Very touched. And my missus. Yeah, she's, um, she's, she's made me. it a great, great year for me Being as well. Being a bit more open-minded about things. <laughs> <laughs> Took a while. Have a day. <laughs> Took a while. She just wouldn't put on the giant bunny costume. She's easing into things now. And chase the carrot. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, seriously, great year and uh, I've enjoyed it. But so lots have happened. We're going to go over some stuff and um, we're going to do a little awards, Long Bull Street awards ceremony um, yeah. around the YouTube. Ceremony's strong. Yeah, we're going to read stuff out yeah, on, on the ceremony. podcast. We're just uh, going to give out our view on some of the. The, the best and worst moments of the year yeah. from a YouTube and a football-y kind of Ball Street-y yeah, perspective. In the, in the world that we work in. But before yeah. that, we're going to kind of run through a quick one through maybe the next 20 minutes, half an hour. Footballing stories have happened over the year, uh, last year, maybe subject matters and specific issues. Let's quickly start. I think I'm going to be doing most of the talking. Yeah. But before 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 the, the league started there was major uh, talk about the the level of quality of manager in, in the league we had potentially seven world class managers in Ronald Koeman Pep Guardiola Antonio Conte Jose Mourinho Jurgen Klopp how many is that Pochettino Pochettino I've missed someone big Arsene Wenger so um, you know huge uh, kind of expectation is it going to be the most difficult Premier League in history and it's turned out to be quite difficult but not probably not I mean, I, last year was refreshing because everyone was beating everyone, but Chelsea are kind of running away with it at the moment. But there's always these periods, I and mean, this is why it's anything in life, you know, it's a um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. It really is. Mm. How many years are we, a period of games into the season, and someone's going, this is fucking, it's over, or we've won it. Like, Arsenal's one of them where yeah. they lose a couple of games, you'd think that it's the end of the world. Every year it seems that it's that, that Wenger out, and then after a little while longer, actually Arsenal back in the title race, mm. and Chelsea, who looked like they'd, they'd run away with it, have dropped off or City. It's always like that, so it's kind of, you know, sometimes slow and steady wins the race. True, it's although too early to judge. I'm gonna throw some stats at you. Go on, throw them. Uh, any team that's reached 40 points after 16 games has always gone on to win the league. Chelsea have done it, they're now on 43 after 17, so that's quite telling. Mm. They've won nine in a row. Uh, no, 11 in a row. Last time they won 11 in a row, they won the league. 
Uh, what was that one, Craig? But what's happened in the past doesn't necessarily mean these things are going to happen oh, in the future. Oh, but they're in the case. Yeah. Well, they are. They are. And, and, and you know, Chelsea are, are doing well. They seem to be fairly settled, don't they? Yeah. They seem to stage. have an identity, which is a good thing. He seems to know his best yeah. his team. Mm. Um, but you're talking about us having these managers, right? These great managers. Um, world class. I don't know if, if some of them you could say are world class. Probably not Koeman. Uh, yeah, is Pochettino world class? Has he proved it on a on a on a world level? No, no, um, no, he hasn't. So you probably say Conte maybe done it well, well, yeah. at World Cup. But even so, there's times when we've had people that you'd consider world. We've had the Capellos and stuff, you know, like or um, Gus Iddings and stuff like that in the league. Um, only one team can win the bloody league. Do you know uh, only one team can. So. Just because you've got a world class manager, just because you've spent a load of money, mm. just because you pay fifty quid to go and watch your team play or something like that, doesn't mean that you should get success. Do you, you know, know what it is? It's, it's, so, so that's something you earn. So I think that sometimes it's a bit f- stupid in that people's expectations because it's almost like, well, because we've got Mourinho, because we've bought Zlatan, because we've done this, then we should win the league. Arsenal fans are sitting there going, we haven't won the league for ages, we've got this stadium, we pay this amount of money, we should win the league. Uh, Chelsea are going, well, we should. everyone kind of thinks that they should win it, and if they don't, they've failed. Do you know what it but, is? But there's 20 teams and only one can win it. Do you know what it is, Matt, right? It, there's, this, it, there's something you can't see that's important, and, and it's like a chemistry or an ingredient, and you don't know where it is, and you only know that that, that ingredient exists in your club when you're winning trophies. So... Pep Guardiola, look at what's happened at the Man City. I'll explain because that's a bit confusing. Man, mm. Man City, right? Mm. They've got all the money in the world. They've got Pep Guardiola. They've got one of the world's best strikers in Aguero. Great squad. Everything on paper says that they really should be winning this league. Yeah, Canter. Even at Man United, you might say, say the same thing. These two should be kind of really neck and neck going for it. But there's something missing in that dynamic. Something mm. is part of the, the chemistry that makes up success. It is missing. chemistry. Yeah. For, for, you know, all, all things essentially are chemical on what happens. It's the the, the blend, isn't it? And, and that's why teams like Leicester or teams like Portugal or Greece back way back when have been able to play beyond what seems to be the limits of their abilities mm. and have reached beyond it to do great things. And that's because it is, football's not about individuals. Football's, it's a fucking team game. So you could get the world's best individuals and go, it's, it's not maths, football isn't maths. You don't go, that plus that plus that equals a fucking win. Mm. Because these people are human beings, you know? And what happens in their lives, what happens between them as people, is what ultimately will impact on how they function as a collective and therefore the results that they'll get. Mm. And that's why the thing that's so important is the manager the thing that's so important as well is the the uh, the, the culture of the whole football club the intangibles yeah the intangibles like all, all the it's holistic all these things are important right mm. but that's what we've always been gutted about from an England point of view is we seem to get this patsy manager that's going to not quite got the personality or the, uh, to, to to cultivate uh, and to connect with 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 the ingredient with the players yeah. and get them to strive to to do something that's that's beyond their seeming kind of limits or to at least reach those expectations. So we want a manager that galvanises and gets the most out of us. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that's definitely been missing with England. We, we might as well talk but, about Big Sam. But, but, but just with the, the Pep thing, just because you've got Pep and you've got these things, it still takes time to find the right balance, you know. And to find that thing. The, yeah, the to most. get the chemical balance right. But you know, you like know? if you're making a pie mm. at home, 
and it doesn't matter if you buy all the best ingredients. If one of those things are off, or there's something that's sour about yeah. a certain or part, or the timing's of it, wrong, or the timing's wrong, it's yeah. fucked. So every, yeah. there's so many different elements to that. Yeah. And the better you, the more you do it, the better you become, the more natural yeah. it is. But you move into a new kitchen where you're not used to the the, the heats of the certain cookers or the pans you're using. Yeah. Then yeah, it takes time to get there. And same thing with yeah. gladiola. Are you hungry now? Oh, but I ate, I, had, I had a cheese toasty, cheese and chip toasty. I don't know if we should promote this. Listen, man. Cheese and chip toast. There's this place called the Melt Room. Where? Oh, my mouth. I just thought I was alive then. <laughs> no, half hour away. Half hour away. You half went, hour? You went a half an hour no, to no, go to the Melt Room? No, no. I delivered. You had to deliver. Yeah. Oh, my God. You have That's changed. why I texted you. Do you want a cheese? Yeah, I thought that. I was like, I'm just going to... Where did that come from? Yeah, man? weird. Yeah, so, um, yeah, chip, cheese, toasty. Anyway, look, you... Yeah. Go on. You were going to say... I just said, yeah. why it takes it time. That's why it takes time. He's not used to the kitchen he's in. He's going to make up a nice, a nice meal and an, an award-winning, yeah, or championship-winning team. But it takes time. Um, I think the same thing with England as well. And I think one of the part of the problem is you need all these components, but England is su- has such a kind of poisonous press and punditry yeah. around England. Yeah. Not all of them. Not all pundits. I'm not yeah. saying that. But I'm saying that the go-to position for most journalists when talking about England is, you know. Um, is to just jump on them the minute they start doing shit mm. and that must make that job even more difficult and add to that the fact that they're picking average managers and add to that what we know about the FA and the fact that they yeah. don't get it either yeah um, so yeah there's there's a whole yeah exactly there's a whole load of reasons but that chemical balance there's no right the, I hate this entitlement you know because there's Man United fans that grew up winning everything Right, and I remember them. I remember that era when United were winning every Sounds single right. thing. And these people, kind of, you see them now. They're kind of, they're defensive. They're in denial. I bet there's loads of them that have just turned their back on it anymore. Yeah. Now, all these people that their whole identity was going to the pub on a fucking Saturday or a Sunday, watching United on the telly, taking great delight in winning these trophies, etc. Mm. I bet a lot of these people now aren't interested because they're not winning mm. you know and, and I think there's a definitely an Arsenal uh, selection of Arsenal fans who grew up winning yeah and, and, and therefore they're kind of a little bit hang on a minute what the fuck's going on mm. there's um, you even see it with teams that were in um, that were maybe good for a long time and competitive and have fallen off like like, like Leeds for example yeah. who were in the Premier League it was all great and there's you know obviously a lot of people stuck with them and they're real supporters of that, but there's a lot of people that have now well, I'm not going to make that trip up to Ellen Road now because we're not in Europe, we're not doing these kind of things. Yeah. So, but some of them that had it really good, um, like United, like Arsenal, mm. like Liverpool before that, um, I think that they get a sense of entitlement where they then get you so used to winning that they expect to win and then when they don't win, they get a little bit pissed off. Yeah. But um, 20 teams, only one can win that league. True. That just because you don't, it don't mean it's a failure or or the manager's a dickhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Generally, an amalgamation of all those things. Pardew's been sacked as well. Palace. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, it's not surprising, is it? Um, so, like, obviously, we know we've talked about West Ham leaving Upton Park before, and 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 West Ham mm. fans are tiny, kind of at this position now where they they have to they have to get on with it. And I spoke to Nicky from West Ham Fan TV, a part of the Bull Street Network, and you know he's kind of reached a position where he's like, well, what else can I do? But just wait and see if this 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 situation resolves itself. If if the Olympic Stadium starts to feel like home, mm. um, and it's such a, a difficult and unfortunate position to be in, where you're having to 
wait and see yeah. that, your, that your club is I know I mean look it's a lot of clubs have changed stadiums and moved for different reasons some because they've kind of had to yeah uh, what you're hearing about Coventry having to go and share somewhere and that lot's the other end of their spectrum yeah you know? the <laughs> stuff yeah yeah and it's horrible and I guess West Ham have got their reasons for what for what they're doing but any transition in life be that organizational change you know uh, be that moving house like I did the other week is difficult you know and uh, it's a process and some people uh, do that really well and some people not so well and some people that are planning it can get it right and get it wrong and, and it seems that West Ham have gone through a, um, a st- West Ham the old West Ham you know the West Ham that I grew up admiring from afar and loving the culture of that club and the atmosphere that they'd create and the football that they'd try and play um, it doesn't feel what we're seeing doesn't seem to be in line with that identity Absolutely. you know yeah. and sometimes when you're in the midst of that change you can't really understand it it don't feel right but maybe it'll balance itself out in time you know but yeah I think that's that's one of the things like obviously Spurs and West Ham are, are rivals and, and but it's not difficult for me to say that I actually feel I feel sorry for him. I, I hate, I hate the fact that football fans have to have to go through this. And but, but, but what would you do? Like I'm putting this on you now. But what, what would you do if you you how how do Brady Sullivan and Gold how do they fix this situation? How do they do they admit that obviously this is a problem? Is it that their egos won't let them come out and say we know we've we've done mm. some things that are incorrect? If you was the chairman, yeah. Well, is, I mean, it's tough, isn't it? Because. Uh, uh, it's, do they care? Yeah. You know, do they care? Like, I suspect a lot of the time that people that run football clubs, they're running a business. Um, even those that are fans of that club or suggest that they're not, they're running a business, right? Mm-hmm. And they want to, they're probably uh, governed by financial goals, yeah, ultimately. Of course. So what West Ham might be doing, because I think that when they, the Sullivan, um, th- that group, they were in charge of Birmingham City, right? Yeah. And they, I think when they got West Ham, probably it was uh, quite cheaply. Yeah. And what they've probably done is by getting them towards the top of the Premier League, yeah. getting them into Europe, getting them a little bit noticed at this time, moving into a better stadium, mm-hmm. I would expect that as foreign investment, let's look at the trend, how many football clubs have become... Uh, owned by foreigners, be that Americans, be that people from from Asia or the kind of Arab world. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if their goals, given that they're all business people, yeah. um, their goals isn't for Nicky from West Ham Fan TV or from Bob who's been in the area for how many years to be happy. Yeah. Their goal is to buy an asset, to make money out of that and sell it on for, for a multiple um, of X, Y, or Z, you know. So ultimately, I would probably suspect that their goal is to sell that to someone from China, some some um, nation where there's lots of money going into it, mm. some American company, mm. uh, and, and and to sell it for a load of cash. So don't expect things to change. Well, it. well, I, all I'm saying is, are they if, are they going to come out? You got to look at what they're actually trying to achieve and what their goals are, you know. Um, so, yeah. so I'm not sure that their goals are for, for, for West Ham fan base to be happy. I think that what they the big mistake that they make or or what they the mistake in thinking what what they're motivated by is to think that they give a fuck about that. I don't think they do. So if I were them, um, what I would be trying to do 
or if I was in charge of West Ham, I would be wanting to connect with that fan base. And yeah. in terms of to do that, I think that you've probably got to come out and say, we've made mistakes. Yeah. We live in a world now where actually, we don't mind people saying they got it wrong. You yeah. know, for a long time, people wouldn't admit that. Mm. Fucking idiots. <laughs> mm. But we live in a world now, we don't mind people saying that, 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 that they're wrong. We can accept that, we can forgive. Mm. Look at all the things that have been forgiven, the crimes that people have committed, the mistakes that people were forgiving country, the world just moves on, right? We forget about things really quickly. Yeah. You know, for, for, we'll talk about Muhammad Ali a bit later, but Muhammad Ali dies and we're all like, fuck, Muhammad Ali for a weekend, we're looking at videos doing that. And then, do you know what? We fucking move on fast. Yeah. So we can get over things, yeah. right? But the, probably the thing that we can't forgive, the thing that we don't like is when someone's actually trying to um, uh, stitch us up or really pull the wool over our eyes. You yeah. know, yeah, so, absolutely. Someone's been dishonest with us. I think that's what we don't like. Um, so yeah. I think that what West Ham should do is, or what the board should do is actually say, you know what guys, we've fucked up. We really have, we've been moving. It's fucking quite a challenge to move from here to there. But here's what we're going to do to make it right. We want to. We, here's this questionnaire. Here's this way for you to kind of have a feedback. Mm. We're going to have this consultation where we want to hear the worst of it, and then we're going to organise around these themes and really try and give you back this sense of the club. It's communication, isn't it? I think. It's, yeah. It's such an easy thing to, for just to, to have some communication with with the fans. And you know, I know West Ham fan TV have had runnings with the club. <coughs> Serious runnings. You know, the actual sometimes kind of alarming conversations between the two and um, but if you just one of them just opens up like one one someone from my stand said you know what let's just sit down for an hour yeah. just so you know and, and, and these are the restrictions these are the pressures we've got from the local council yeah these are the rules we have to this is why we have to we're telling you to sit down so this is why we're telling you to sit down and then maybe a level understand but it's just kind of like this black they're being blackboard almost yeah. You know, I don't know. It's it's it is a shame, and, and there will be there will be some resolution, whether that be the fans kind of just acquiesce and, and, yeah. and you got like a hair of one in your eye. That oh, right? Oh, there we go. That's that's a bit like weird. It. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a you know it's, it's a tough one. There's no right answer, but let's not. Um, yeah, it's down, it's down to their motives, mate. I, I think there's a lot of football clubs ultimately don't care. They just they, they don't want fans to have a say. They don't want fans to, to create audiences like West Ham Fan T have got and use that mouthpiece. They want fans to turn up to the shop, buy the home kit when it's released. They mm. want to buy the season tickets early to take up the early bird offer. Mm. If they get a cup tie, they want them to go. They want West Ham, They want their fan base to do everything they want them to do, but they don't want them to think for themselves. And this really is a microcosm of society. They don't want... The, the masses to be thinking they want the masses to be so uh, to be obsessed with things like Christmas they don't want people to be educated about about how to make money work for them in life they want people to go and do a job and pay 50% of their tax to the government and they don't want people to ask questions they, they don't want that they just want us to do what we're supposed to do as the masses so that the people that are in control can, can continue to, to do what they want the irony here is that obviously sport is supposed to be kind of like the opium of the masses to distract you from the bigger picture yeah, and obviously that that's fine. But then when the sports fucking you as well, you kind of yeah, yeah, deep. Yeah, it's it is it's a deep subject. And see so what a more, a more uh, a kind yeah. of more uplifting subject. Um, Bournemouth. So it came out last week some information. Uh, Twenty. Well, it was there already, but just people talking about it. And the, on, in two thousand eight, Bournemouth were twenty ninth. Sorry, ninety first 
of 92 teams in all of England in the league placing second from bottom in the League 2 yeah incredible the incredible rise from where they are now which is ninth in the league third season yeah. second season in the Premier League I think yeah. so um, Just, I think it's kind of a nod to what Bournemouth have done and how no matter what advantages you have like Man City Tottenham Arsenal Man United yeah. all have great advantages over most of these other clubs certainly Bournemouth yeah. that sport to this day despite all the money um, despite all the the uh, narratives and storylines pointing fans towards bigger clubs yeah. Sky Sports perpetuating this idea that without Champions League you're nothing that there's a club the size of Bournemouth that can, can rise through the echelons and get yeah. to uh, to be a, a significant force in the top division I just think it's, uh, it was, it's, a, it's a nice a nice thing to, to recognise it, it is um, so Eddie Howe, because he had two spells with the club, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He, he left there, went to Burnley. The dates, I have no idea. It was a know? couple of years ago. Three um, years ago, maybe. It didn't went, go well for him up there. Yeah, and then he and then he came back. So I remember him, I remember we were in the same league as Bournemouth at the first of their, um, I think just as Howe was finishing. Hmm. And, and we actually beat Bournemouth. When we got promoted into the championship, we actually beat Bournemouth in the first leg. Uh, sorry, in the first leg, in the semi-finals, right? And then we went on and, and ended up getting promoted. And I um, I didn't really think we'd probably see them again. I thought they were a good side. I didn't think we'd see them again. And then they got promoted. Yeah. And I remember them playing us um, the season. They went up first game of the season at Huddersfield. Pumped us like 4-0 or something. I was like, thinking, what? What, what, what are we doing to us first game of the season? And they just kind of went on this run and, and, and got promoted and mm. you just thought oh it's a bit of a fluke thing congratulations nice to them they're going to do what Barnsley did or Bradford did or or one of these small clubs that begin with the letter B yeah. that have gone up they're not going to last long uh, and they've stuck you know they've, yeah. they've stuck up there and they've actually they've they've always played nice football I've always found Bournemouth you know from their days like Redknapp played there didn't he people like Darren Anderton um, yeah, yeah. I always, they always at Dean Court. They, they always had uh, good wide men. They always played football the nice way. It's awesome seeing them up. Got a few players like Benny Phoebe, yeah. who um, you, who we we had at town on loan. Max Gradle, you know, you know Max Gradle. He used to play for Leeds. Yeah, so he was on loan at Bournemouth when they were 29th in 21st. Sorry, 91st in the league. Really? He was on loan there, and now he plays them. And now he plays for them in the Prem. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. Do you know the story about Harry Arter? No, so Harry Arter a year ago lost his uh, actually I'm not sure I want to talk about this yeah don't worry okay move on um, so uh, yeah so it's obviously we'll never know <laughs> well I'll, I'll tell you after it's, right. it's probably not a nice conversation okay. to have yeah, right now I don't want that no, no fair enough um, but yeah res- respect to Bournemouth and massively I um, yeah. yeah is, that, is there anything more to say apart from respect congratulations it's a nice it's a nice place to go for an away day yeah um, it's only 12,000 this stadium modes as well yeah I, I met a, and the car park pissed me off though. I remember going there and uh, I'm sure <laughs> there weren't signs in it and it just looked like it was couldn't find a place to do the old meeting I want a guy on there and then afterwards yeah. showing sure off parking fine which I seem to be literally you've just had a nightmare with your cars recently fucking, haven't you? yeah. have you sold your your uh, no it's just I just want it gone. <laughs> I want it gone. I, I, I'm, I'm actually, they're killing driving. I got another one for a bus lane ticket the other day. Fucking hell. Uh, they're killing driving. They're killing driving. <laughs> they're taking the fun out of driving. And it's harder to drive when you're. The one that gets me every fucking time is mm. the 50 mile an hour things. 
I last Christmas Day, I or the, maybe the year before that, I got a, a speeding fine mm. on Christmas Day morning. It's yeah. the only car on the road. It's like seven a.m. and I got done in a fifty mile an hour thing that I hadn't seen. It was a fifty mile an hour. Doing hundred and ten. Not far off, uh, and I got I got six points for this thing, and it was. But like, I find it harder to go. It's so slow, the fifty. Yeah, and it don't feel right. That I find it's find it more dangerous. Like I fall asleep if you kind of got that. So anyway, I, 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 I'm, I'm taking the fun out of driving. Craig has written off about eight cars. Oh who, yeah, who actively prevent stops himself from from driving. Do now. you still drive, Craig? No. Did you have you driven since the incident? Yeah. You have. Yeah, I've written off a car since. You've written off a car since? So, so, so that people know. I mean, we, we won't go into fine detail, but, but, but Craig he, had a, a really bad car accident he when he did, was younger. He did, but he doesn't explain it like that, does he? No, he's, so, he's so lackadaisical, the way he explains yeah. it. So he tell, I've been with him, and I've forced him to tell this story about eight, eight You've times. You've forced him to tell it to well, me? My, yeah, well, my, I think maybe he finds it a bit distressing, which I, probably I should... No, he doesn't. So, but, but I love at the end, and you go, and, and, uh, and you're in hospital, weren't you? He said, yeah, but I was only in hospital for about a day. Yeah. And but, then you're like... And how long? Could, how, how long could you? How long couldn't you walk for? Nine months. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just sort of like it's at yeah. my eyes. Yeah. Which I, I quite admire. I quite admire. Yeah. Most people would big big that up. Yeah. But yeah, he got into two more cars, wrote those off, um, right? and now refuses to drive now, which is a good thing because it's not for it, your safety. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, driving's not for Craig, is it? No, it's not. I had no crashes. So what we're going to do now is uh, should we look forward to next year? Yeah, we were going to talk about Big Sam, but we're not going to, are we? Fucking fuck, fuck Big Sam. Fuck Big Sam. Fuck Big Sam. Fuck. Yeah, we just fucking just fuck. Fuck. Um, next year. Yeah, next year. Oh, so hang on. No, what we were gonna say is like that. As well as out of football, the year's been. It's been a very interesting year, isn't it? Twenty sixteen. Austria has. Well, twenty sixteen in general has oh, been. Oh, it's been some crazy. Mad, mad fucking year. year. And it's not one we'll look back on. Personally, I look back on fondness, but not yeah. just you know societally. I, I found it a full hard year. Yeah, tough. It's proper tough. Like, um, um, cat ran away. I thought you were trying to get, hang on a minute. Cat ran away. I'm pretty sure that you said the other day that you were talking about putting the cat in something, taking it away, yeah. and so it didn't know where it was. It ran and away. now you're sitting here saying the cat ran away. Cat ran away into a bag <laughs> with bricks in. Now it's at the bottom of the Thames. Slav. Fuck uh, cats. What was it? Smug? Smig? Smudge, smudge. Smudge. No, he's gone to live in the country. What have you done to Smudge? Because that, that got comments people were... It's gone to live in the country. He's it, 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 retired in the countryside. Is he alright? He's fine. He's very comfortable. <laughs> very comfortable now. No, 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 no word of a lie, right? I, I, I give my cat to my girlfriend. She lives in Wiltshire and loads of open space. And um, obviously forgetting my the cat Smudge is like a town cat. You yeah. don't like open space. But open space to him is like danger. <laughs> yeah. There's shit out there that can kill him. So he doesn't leave the house. He's, he's got all of these acres and acres of land. He's oh. fucking cats. This is what I'm saying. Is they're dickheads. Their cats are dickheads. They're like, dude, this is what you should do to be happy. And they're like, you know what? Yeah. Nah. Um, anyway, so I, the reason I gave her a, my cat is mm. because I hated it. And she, her cat ran away five months ago. Got the cat, cat. Her cat just disappeared. Right. Just decided it was like it was gone. So you thought that give her a new cat? Yeah, yeah. But so cats probably don't. There's obviously a reason why it ran away. 
No, I mean she's kind. I hope she's kind to the cat. I mean, yeah. she might do. You know, she might torture her. I don't know. But I'm, I'm not having it back either way. But the, but what I'm saying is that after, after five months, I opened the doors there. I was having a cigarette out the back. Her cat just walks in after five months. What? So now she's got two cats. You're joking. I swear to God. Where's he been? Where's he been for five months? Cats are mental, aren't they? They're... You got a cat yet? Yeah, last week on the pod, you were telling me to get a cat. Yeah, are you were saying they're dickheads. They, are, <laughs> they, they don't get a cat, but if your missus really wants one, get one. Dogs, anyway, dogs are cool. Yeah, so that, that's that's my year wrapped up. About you know, the that's cat, my year cat, wrapped up in cat that situation. Yeah, so eventually resolved. It was a catalogue of errors. Yeah, so go on, crack it on. Was what's catastrophic, it was catastrophic. That year. <laughs> nice, very nice. Yeah, or oh. that's it. I've got. You've blown your load now. Just done. No, but there was. So obviously we've had Brexit. Yeah, we've had Trump. Yeah, that's been been some mad stuff. A lot of deaths. Fucking shitloads of people dying. Like famous so, people dying. So How do you feel about famous people dying, though, Matt? I don't know if more pe- famous people are dying this year, yeah. or because we're all now social, because we're now involved in a big conversation, mm. because a lot of these moments now are magnified, mm. whereby you can't, avo- you, you know, so people, all oh, these disasters, all these. Invasions, wars, disasters have been going on for years, but maybe well, maybe now. people weren't watching the news, you know? Or they were just so watching Coronation Street and whatever. Yeah. So, so so I kind of feel that there's um, these things are just more prominent mm. than, than maybe they used to be. Yeah. Because if something does that, everyone has got to go, oh, RIP, mm. RIP David Bowie. Quick. Uh, Never listened to a Prince track in my life, but, but, oh, but yeah. so sad, so sad. Yeah, I don't. I, honestly speaking, and this might upset a few people. It probably will if you're going to say it. I don't care about people dying that I don't know. That was a new low for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was a new I, low. I I know how horrible it is. You to don't lo- have to double down on it. I'm doubling down. I know oh, how horrible God. it is to lose people. I get it. Yeah, I, I, but I, don't ask me to feel something for. For, for someone I've never met, and, you know. Yeah, you know. I, my, my, one of my favorite ones, my, my sister wrote, um, and he just cracked me up. And, I, and I, I think the way that people do it is interesting. I, I only do the odd one of them RIPs, and it's only if it's someone, and it's usually someone that probably most people don't know. It's like, uh, or if someone's moved you, I get that. Yeah, if someone's really moved Prince me. has moved you. Yeah, get it. But he never moved me. I don't mm, like no. his music. Overrated. Well, I, I really like Sexy Motherfucker was my favorite Prince. Yeah, I was a f- Bang into it. He did have some good shoes anyway. Yeah, I'm sure he did, but it just didn't tickle my Yeah, which is fine. Nuts, but know? my sister, I saw my sister's Facebook one, and it was like David Bowie. R.I.P. David Bowie. Great recording artist. He <laughs> <laughs> just, just cracked me up. Like my sister, who I've never. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's never been musical. I've not like, she's like, what are you doing? Because, oh, I'm just off to the fucking gig. Yeah, yeah. Oh, check out this new tune I've got. Yeah. Ne- you know, never. A very generic... There's no real taste. Like, I've quite into my music. I've gone around the world to see certain acts at times, you mm. know? And um, because they've been a bit hard to find or niche or an American act that isn't over here. Yeah. I've never heard Kirsty doing that. And I just cracked me up that, like, <laughs> David Bowie, who's <laughs> world-renowned, you know, it's, it's not like this is a... Oh, just in case you didn't know. Uh, it's just like, oh, that she's an authority on the subject matter. She's like, you know... Um, <laughs> It's got to be said, and I'm probably the person to say it. <laughs> David, it wasn't in vain. <laughs> Great recording artist. Just Amazing. tickled me that. I'll tell you what. One, one, me. one of the things... I, I get that. I get, I get completely... It's like I said, if something's moved you, like the... Fucking bullshit. Ali is someone that moved me. Yes. Uh, Ali has. For, for me, Ali is probably the greatest sports star of all time and mm. there's been some great stars especially because what you did politically as well yeah different level isn't it exactly but there's been some great stars I'm a bad know. man <laughs> yeah there's been some, some some great stars from your uh, Michael Jordans to your uh, Terry I, don't, Wogan. I don't know why I'm going to name loads of fucking Americans here like. Terry Wogan Terry Wogan's not a sports star. He could have been there. <laughs> he could have been. He's good at table tennis. <laughs> He's good at table tennis. No, but there's been some some amazing sports stars. But sport is entertainment, Did isn't Michael it? Michael Jordan well? die? No, Michael Jordan's still alive. But oh. there's been some great sports stars, right? right some right. some names that have been as big as the planet and, right. and, and known worldwide. Some huge brands. Babe Ruth. Yeah, you, you know your Ronaldo's and your Messi's, I guess now even your Pele's and your Ma- and I'm not saying these people are dead, but I'm saying huge stars and huge names. But for me, uh, also, even in his even in living, Muhammad Ali was the biggest entertainer. Um, yeah. What was beautiful about Ali that no one else did? He was so ahead of his time in terms of uh, his charm and his charisma and his ability to to, to mesmerise everyone and to make people want to see his fight and and it was that whole thing which is what Connor's done really well as well which is not only has he gone out and done amazing things mm. but he's actually gone I'm going to knock him out in the second round and then he's gone and done it or he's come, you know, he used to come out with his poetry and, and, and all this talk and then, and then he'd actually go out and do mm. it um, obviously the political stuff as well Nobody used to speak out in them days and say, I'm not going to do this. And just how he would stand there and use his profile, not just to sell a fucking another layer of football boots, not just to kind of make more money for himself. or, or He was actually putting himself in the fight. He actually served time, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. It, for what he believed, to stand up for uh, for people that didn't really weren't really getting a voice at that time. Fucking ledge. Uh, so he's someone that moved, isn't it? And I think we need. Yeah, to. but even when he died, I didn't really feel anything. Do you know that's bad, isn't it? What, yeah, well, I can't lie about it. I just didn't feel. No, anything. but we don't expect you to feel sad. Just, like just don't say anything. Like basically. you, yeah, probably don't say anything. Yeah, sorry, or, yeah. I mean, you're not expected to 
to feel grief like you you you're his wife or his brother or his mm. son or something like that. Yeah. You know, you're not going to feel it like that. But one, one thing I did actually feel it is nice to acknowledge people. You know. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm not saying don't acknowledge them. Don't do what you want. It's just. I mean, I did. I did R.I.P. <laughs> I, I just met my sisters. Must have. What would hers have been? R.I.P. Muhammad Ali. Great boxer. No. <laughs> Incredible pugilist. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the Chapa Chapa Coense uh, story uh, actually kind oh. of really freaked me out. Did that move you? Yeah, because um, obviously I think it's like again what what what's in your pool of influence? What mm. what affects you? Football's something I talk talk and think about constantly to the point now where it's actually driving me nuts but um, yeah that 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 story about them the, the, you know everyone knows the story it was just fucking crushing and um, kind of in, in in a year where so much of this stuff happened it seems to be such a, a negative existence being a human being during the 2016 for a lot of people not obviously pro-Trump pro-Brexiters but um a lot of this it, it seemed to be a, a miserable irony that it was capped off by something so yeah, Th- so they're crazily more, uh, bad as that. I don't know how I feel about some of those things, and um, I'm talking without having thought about this, right? Yeah. But when you see, um, uh, I think it's nice, right? When events happen, that it brings out the positive things about humanity. That they, everyone feels an emotion and feels sad, <laughs> and and kind of invests in that, and it, it kind of makes. There's almost quite a nice, good feeling that comes out comes of it out because, because yeah. people kind of bond about it. People kind of come together. You saw that, didn't you? But I also feel that, like with some of these things, like when the Paris attacks and people change their avatars to this, French or, flags, and and you saw you, you see a lot of that stuff. And kind of sometimes I feel that people aren't are they doing it because that's a bit of a fucking a trend or a meme or a way of. Showing that they're, uh, I don't know if I, I think. Uh, do I you think know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I think it's all that. Right. that, that uh, what is it? Not just sweet Charlie. What was it that? Um, was it? Yeah, what's that? Just sweet Charlie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hebdo. Yeah. Um, like, like all that stuff. I'm people get caught up in crazy. This is the way, the way the way the human beings work. You get mm. caught, caught caught up in fads. Certain trainers become fashionable. Yeezys are. are, are the- Sorry, that reminds me. We've got a show because we only spoke the other week about standing in shit. Right. Yes. Yeah, so well, I'd spoke about. I had a chat with. I'd said it, it was Maribot Classics, and a couple of people were talking about it. I forget the guy's name, and he loved it. And I, and I actually said in the comments that I'd wear them and show him them. So these are um, these are they're these, clean. It's not about that. It's just to show him the Reebok Classics. These are they, these are old school. Remember, as when I was yeah. a kid, Reebok Classics were, were the one. That's what you'd wear. I never did wear them because I've always been out, kind of an outside the box kind of guy. Yeah, can't put me in a box. No, I eat the box. Wash it down with a hot cup of rolls, Mighty Bush. Um, yeah, yeah, but but you know that, that that trend is part of being a human being to to, to want to latch on to the the uh, well, like, almost like wanting to be accepted. Part. Yeah, it's like, a part like, of being like, human. like people want to be liked, don't they? They, they want to. You know, like at school, like these people that kind of go. You maybe doing a answer. It's like, uh, well, I think it's this, but I'll. What have you got? Oh, mm. I'll put what you've got because it kind of. You feel better if other people have done it, or uh, I kind of hate that I, I, about humans. I saw this meme where it says, uh, "When everyone's asking whether or not the answer was sixteen or seventeen, but you wrote Moscow <laughs> for the answer." Don't know what I'm talking about, obviously. It's a good meme. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, when everyone's looking for the answer and you wrote tits. I remember that one. Like on the quiz. Um, yeah, so anyway, anyway, let's get on. Let's so go a on. strange year. See you later, 2016. Fuck off. Yeah, F off. I'm quite looking Sorry. forward to 2017. Yeah, what um, are you looking forward to? Well, I think that the, this is what's interesting. Well, I, I'm going to... It's a really exciting year for... I'm going to have a kid. Yes, you uh, are. I'm now in a new house. Yeah. Um, so on personal reasons, I'm quite looking forward to that. Twenty, Getting ready for all that and moving house has been a bit of a bitch, kind of trying to get all that through and done in time for the kid. has been a bit of pressure. Yeah. Um, but I'm starting the new year with my Raiders... In the playoffs, looking forward to that from an NFL point of you've view. You've got foundations, right? Essentially, yeah. you've built foundations from which to now propel your life in the direction you've always dreamed it could be. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know. What was that about? Well, just oh, you. you've got your life. house, you've got your baby. Yeah, you've got your I'm really wife. looking forward to that. She's not my wife. Well, no. <laughs> just just fell out. You didn't have to. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, for, for, <laughs> I, 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 for you know, I, I, I this this last year. In 2016 has been a massive learning curve to me. Mm. I had my first real when job. Did you start here? November 2015. So you were all right. So like a full year, really. Yeah, first Phil's first real job. Wow. At 35. Okay. So um, and how's, I, it, how's it gone for you? It's been grade you. Grade me. Well, I'll degrade you now, what is obviously, it? as the boss. Go on. I am the boss. Yeah, but this is now your live. Okay. Um, all right. So all assessment. Right. Whatever you call it. What do you call them things? Yeah, like a, a staff appraisal. Appraisal, yeah. yeah. Appraisal. So this is our appraisal. This is it. So um, I feel like I've, I've had a good year. I've, I've learned a lot, and this is good. What? Mm, keep going. I, I think I've kind of built built some good foundations. Keep going. I've, I've learned. I've I've kind of I understand. I mean, I was brought in really to do something else. The, yeah. The kind of strong armed into doing. Um, well, so we met, didn't we, at the football blogging awards? Yeah, and you. Well, yeah. Yeah. We did. You were drunk. Yeah. We interv- I interviewed you. Yeah, I was out of my nut. Why did you give me a job? Because there was fucking magic happened. Did you see it? it I saw the magic. Oh, bless you. <laughs> I saw the magic. Bless you. It was an amazing moment, um, actually. It was my favourite interview of the night. I, I interviewed loads of people up there. Yeah. And it was definitely my favourite interview. It was very... Um, electric. I think, actually, even in that, you started... There was a very sexual... <laughs> It went sexual for a while. <laughs> Did it? Not between you and I. That's no. crazy talk. You know what I mean? Wow. We're not like. Well, Could yeah. Be. yeah. I don't know. Play <laughs> cards, right? Yeah. Don't even have to play your cards, right? Now. <laughs> no, you just have to. You don't have to play cards, do you? Really? Um, just but, but, but no. But the banter. What you what you were saying? It was very funny. The the, the old fighting cock guy. How many of you were down? It must have been about six. Six. I introduced each one and what they did for. The That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Which wasn't it. much. But no. it was it was good. And then we so we kind of there like just stayed. I reached out to you a little bit afterwards. Mm. And but I always saw you and just thought, yeah, he's someone that kind of has got a very. And people will probably see this about you because everyone will be oh, Spurs, I hate Spurs. But, mm. but then you've got your supporters as well. But I, I just saw you the one that kind of, you liked the right things about football and mm. morally. And although you, you joke about, you know, and sometimes speak um, without thinking. Um, no, I, 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 mean, ne- I mean everything I say. <laughs> But, but, no, but no, there was soul and there was talent there, and, and, and it is actually really good. So I, I, you know, I, I think you're, you're fantastic. Oh, on don't, screen. I hate this stuff. Yeah, I really don't like being. But I think I think you're great. I, I really do. Genuinely. I think you're great. No, but it's not my appraisal. Great's great. Great. Great's great. <laughs> I don't like this. Can we it's never awkward. Have, can we never have an appraisal? Ever? <laughs> I don't. Do you? Do I need one? 
You don't need an appraiser. Look, tell me what I'm doing. But your wrong. role's changed, hasn't it? A bit. Yeah, but, it has. Well, but that's what I always said you should do. You should definitely be front of camera. Yeah. Front of house. I didn't want it. No. Still don't. No, but you. You. But that that reluctance is part of the charm, I think. I think it's just, no, you've got a constant, I forget this, I don't want to talk about me, um, but I've had a great year and I love Ball Street deeply. And, and what are we moving on to next? Well, so, well, I guess Ball Street goals for the year. 100,000K on YouTube channel. Yeah, we. Did, I think we deserve that. Oh, people keep saying, I can't I believe you've only got 40,000. Fucking tell your mates. Yeah, tell your, fuck, tag a fucking mate. Tag a mate. We don't sit there going, oh, tag mates. We're not, it's not really us, is it, to beg for that kind of thing? I'd beg if it got us uh, 100,000. Okay, beg. Please, <laughs> please subscribe to the YouTube channel because it means ultimately that we're doing a good job. Yeah. Don't say we, like me, Craig, Jim, and everyone else is involved in, in the content. A lot of hard work goes into it. Yeah. Just fucking subscribe is all you have to do. I know. Tell your mates. Tell your mates. Anybody. Watch the content <laughs> as well. But just go around and saying, you know. No, but there's. If you can prove to us that you added a hundred. A hundred. Subscribers, if you can prove that somehow, some document it. Yeah. What your mates think? I will. What? We can meet up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you for a pizza. A pizza. Or a risotto. Or whatever. a cheesy chip sandwich. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll buy you. I'll buy you. Whoever it is, I'll buy you a sandwich from there. There you just, go. Just cheese. Uh, but no, I, I think Ball Street goes. We'd love to have uh, that kind of validation for the hard work. Because a lot of hard work goes in. Um, as you know though building a YouTube channel it's consistency is a key thing mm. uh, I don't think that we it's always been a part of our business that we've liked to do but we've been uh, we've never started with cash anyone that, that knows this will know we're not like copper or the Fremantle channels or or even slash or we've never been a, a funded channel what we've done is we've done content when we can but we've had to make money over here to pay for something that we all passionately believe in yeah. so it kind of gets a bit frustrating when people are going god why have you got these people and why have you got why don't you get into there it's like like we've just got fucking money like with the bbc and we oh. you everyone pays us 70 quid a year I tell you in order good, to watch a good it. comparison Go like, like you're, you're a new rapper and it's like saying Go and get Eminem on your album. Yeah. Go and get Eminem. Or yeah. go, go and get. Um, yeah. You know, or why don't you do a video? Or Skepta. Well, yeah, but no, why don't you do it on a plane? Get a fucking plane video, yeah? Like where you're flying in on a private jet. That'll be good. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah. Right? Why don't you have loads of birds on it? We just fucking pouring champagne all over you. I guarantee when we like, when we get to that stage, then we'll, we will have loads of birds pouring champagne all over <laughs> themselves. Definitely. I really will make that happen. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, we, you know, we do what we can. Really. Do you know what we don't do, which what? we should what? put girls in bikinis on our thumbnails? That would people would we probably would clip below. But again, there's lots of people that do that clickbaity stuff. There's yeah. lots of people that are paid YouTubers, like big YouTubers like KSI, have paid them a lot of money to do a video here and to do a video here and mm. bring over that audience. We've never had that luxury. Nah. We do a few bits between ourselves. So tell your um, mates. Tell you, mate, but that's a Ball Street goal. Yeah. Um, that's I want these little little beauties to uh, to to do well in in the the Super Bowl. The Raiders. I love the Raiders. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to see um, for you. I'd like to see. Hey. I'd like to see Spurs Bird. finish above Arsenal. No. Oh. What? Now that won't be right, would it, for oh. them to finish above Arsenal? Because no. Arsenal. Always finish above you. Yeah. What then? Uh, I'd like to see you finish above um, uh, West Ham again. Oh, 
I want to finish up about Arsenal. No. Literally the only thing. It's, would that I would be about everything? Would that, that be what, what about? Okay, right. Well, you've got a decision. Right, okay, cool. so you're stood mm. with a cannon. Yeah. Right, yeah. Big cannon. Yep. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> well, I call it the cannon sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the so you're there. It, cannon. <laughs> she yeah. could. Come on. <laughs> Get the cannon out. Get the cannon out. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you're there with a giant cannon, and there's two boats. Yeah. Right. In the river. Yeah. And uh, in one boat, there's a hundred thousand subs for Ball Street. And and in in the other uh, boat, got to blow one up. In, in the other boat is is the league table that's got Spurs finishing above Arsenal, and you can only fire it once. Yeah. You can't choose. Oh um, God! You can't ask me that. Wait a second. Oh, you got to have more of these rules. You also can't choose to do nothing. Because if you do, if you don't choose either, mm. then both blow up, and the cheese and chip shop blows up, mm. and Craig has to drive you everywhere. Up. Oh fuck that! <laughs> yeah, all right, I got, I got you. So I can't not choose. Yeah, so you got to choose one. <clears throat> um, well, I only want to finish above Arsenal one merit. I don't want this to be some sort of magical thing that means that we guarantee we get. Because I can't enjoy that. So I'll take hundred thousand subs. Okay. You don't want to get there on merit. I want to get there on merit. Oh, 100,000. Yeah, no, but, but both of them are on merit. Just no, I'd take one. it into 100,000 on, on, on merit. Well, I've added a stipulation. No, no, no. yeah, you can't do Why that. Why are you, you asking me this? Because it, I just want to put you on the spot. You have. Um, <laughs> you've got to remember that I've grown up and all I've wanted is for this to happen. 250,000 subs. I've only subs. been here 250,000 <laughs> subs. That would make my life a lot easier. <laughs> you put out anything and they watch it. It's I amazing. Know. I know. Um, we're not there yet. We're not. We've got 40. Yeah, forty. Um, I would say I would still say uh, Arsenal. I'd, no, I'd take the two hundred and fifty because you can't, you one can't day just... we'll, we'll finish above Arsenal either way. All right. So okay. So we uh, really... one day we might not get to two hundred and fifty yeah. ever. Okay. We might never <laughs> no, get. We will. To yeah, we we might. Will. So we have to switch it off before then. Let's do it. Um, so we've got some awards, haven't we? Hang on a minute. Oh, we don't have I missed something. Uh, what I'd like to see is is um. I'd like to see uh, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight it out oh, no. in the boxing ring, mm. but with, with gloves. Wearing, I've been thinking about that. Wearing light gloves. I don't think. I don't think. Um, and I, w I mean, people. I'm not going to go into the, all of this again. I just don't think McGregor's going to be able to land at all. Mm. I think his face is going to be like mush. Do you think so? I think so. If it was twelve rounds, of twist, it'd be a bit sick for twelve rounds of three minutes. Maybe if you shortened it to. <sighs> Another stipulation that would make this better. Three five-minute rounds? Yeah. Three five-minute rounds and the four-ounce mitts that you said. Four-ounce mitts, yeah. That would might be a bit better, because then it would have to be a bit of a shootout. Mm. I think it'd be... But uh, what about, as well, right, the ref? Because I, I always think that the referee protects Floyd a little bit. Because yeah. that's the thing, you know, the, the, the hat and fight. It completely was doing that. Yeah, it did. And I know, obviously, the knockout, and as it came into those last few rounds, Hatton was getting a bit reckless, mm. and, and, and it became, it was playing into Floyd's hands. But I all felt that the the opportunity to dirty box, the opportunity to kind of, Boxing you know, be inside. in there and kind of, like, work the, the body. and Yeah, I, I thought that every time they got to that point, the referee was kind of splitting them up, and that, that really favoured yeah, Floyd. Definitely. Um, but I'd like to see that that fight happen. Do you know, just as a kind of, I, I, I see I, the boxing purist in me. I love boxing, and I can't get on with M MMA as much as I try because I want to be able to talk to you about it. Mm. But it's just not for me, I don't think. Which is fair enough, isn't mm. it? It is, yeah. You can set my decisions. Yeah. All right. 
but I, I, I kind of don't want to see it from that perspective because I just don't, I don't see it as a fair task. But I think I see it with these provisions. Mm. Um, but as a spectacle, I couldn't not watch it. Mm. You can't not watch it. It would be one of the most interesting things. But that's the thing. I think it would be the biggest ever pay per view, um, the biggest ever most watched fight in history. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I, I, except, I mean, it would be up there with Rocky versus Hulk Hogan. That's what I'm saying. That was great. That being yeah, film. exactly. Who don't want to see that? We've got the answer. Uh, we've got the answer. We know how to do it. Okay, so. Uh, so we're going to do an awards ceremony. It's not quite a ceremony. It's not a fucking ceremony, is it? We've got a list of, we've got like a list of big, categories that we've come up with. Yeah. And we're going to attribute them to um, YouTube. Basically, people in the Bullshit Network and beyond in the world of YouTube. Um, so, uh, go on, you've got the list there. How do we start? All right, so, so first of all... For 2016. I can't read my writing that well. So we, we, there are no real rules to this. This is the Longball Streets Awards. 2016. So, yeah, we're going to hand out an emoji of a medal for yeah. each one of these things. Lucky, lucky bastards. Lucky bastards. Yeah. Uh, the ceremony is... And if any of them want to meet up... For a pizza. Yeah, meet up, well, yeah, a cheese sandwich. Yeah, we'll, we'll send Craig over to pick you up. Um, but... We're going to just choose a few of these categories that we just made up in bad writing. Yeah, go on. Um, What's the so first one? So first one is the the best moment in 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 Ball Streets. So I, I feel the urge to year. make something funny, say something funny, but I'm not. I'm going to say that I say report, James's reporting and the speed at which we turned around that content for his night in Marseille. Yeah. When he was reporting on the violence, the fan violence in in the um on the streets of Marseille. Uh, this is, you know, a powder keg atmosphere. Yeah. And he... And James he is just like a little teddy bear. He's the least suitable for yeah. that kind of thing. He's the least suitable. Because, but, but, I, I, I'll tell you why, actually, beforehand, because, you know, we, we talked beforehand, and I said to... I was talking to James, and I was like, mate, the story out there isn't necessarily going to be England's match against Russia. That's right. We've it's, done the documentary, haven't we? We had, yeah. So you've got to be on the lookout for this. And if it if it happens, you have to cover it. It's, that's your job. Um, and he was like, you know, fair enough. But he didn't want it to. Yeah. He, James loves football. He lo He's in love yeah. with the game. I know. All right? Which is... Pathetic. You, <laughs> yeah, you're pathetic. You yeah. know? I mean, grow up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Little teddy bear man. How the fuck can you get to 30 years old, 30 years old and still be in love with the game, James? Yeah, James. Yeah, grow up. Anyway, Hate the game. But he's he there and he... And what he managed to do, what he managed to do is tell the story, the real story. He was ahead of the curve. Mm. And the press were reporting one thing, English hooligans going mental again. And he'd actually cottoned on to the fact, hadn't he, that it yeah. wasn't yeah. actually English hooligans being pissed up dickheads. And he got those, those, he recorded it, he got home, he sent the files to me, I edited it, and we got it out. Mm. And we told the story that people wanted, and that's why it did 160,000 views, yeah. 125,000 views, yeah. whatever it was. That for me was the proudest moment because that was that was real journalism yeah. and real storytelling, and it showed that an, a company the size of Bullshit yeah. can tell the real real story, and that's the thing I'm most proud of. The yeah. content we've done, exactly. I love it. I love that. Okay, that's a really good one. Um, how about biggest villain? So Liam. It's got to be Liam. Social club Liam. Yeah. Um, Liam's a Man United fan from Northern Ireland. I've never met Liam. He's sound. Is he sound? Yeah, he's a good lad. I don't know what... I mean, I know he's opinionated. I know a lot of Scousers watch... That's it, isn't watch it? Watch it. But he's... It's the difference between hatred and rivalry, and he's like... Generally, like, they hate him. Yeah. I mean... I, I don't... Like, it's, it's, I don't think it's fair for anyone to get that kind to of... To go through it. 
well, it's just like I don't understand how. I mean, it's not very really nice. Uh, it, but yeah, then the YouTube comments are the asshole of the internet. Yeah, they are. I mean, I mean ultimately, I, there's a lot of dicks in the world, right? Yeah, a lot. There's a lot of dicks in the world, and and as well as there enough though. <laughs> there's lots of, of idiots in the world. Yes. And a lot of these idiots have computers yeah. and phones and the ability to comment on things. And mm. you can't really read too much into the comments mm. uh, at times, can you? Because no, not at all. Sometimes people, they're doing it for attention. I love it. They're trolling this for attention. Mm. No. Um, uh, but he seems to get a lot and seems to be a bit of a villain. Mm. Um, it, to be fair, he's, he's very thick skinned and he just doesn't care and you have to be in order to, if you put yourself good on, on YouTube yeah good yeah. on him exactly but I don't think if anyone's watching this you know you don't need to go in in that way no you know by all means disagree yeah but you know saying he should die and stuff like that yeah cool. that's too much although I'm fine with that anyone who's because you don't you, you're no I do not only don't care I do care I actually love it I enjoy it so that that's I mean it's interesting and it shows right. me something about the psyche of our audience yeah. Yeah, I've had a fair true. Bit. So he's the biggest villain. Although, keep going, uh, Liam. Um, hardest fan channel. Well, I'm not a fan channel, so. No, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'd be up there. The, wouldn't the I? In fact, let's let's make it okay. So hardest YouTuber throughout YouTube. Yeah. Oh. So who's in there? So you've got a, so so Robbie's a big lad. And he's got By fast size. hands. Somebody box. He can box, can Rob. Yeah, he's got a right hand, didn't he? And he, he's the youngest, I think, of quite a few brothers. So you, you know, Robbie can handle himself. Yeah. Um, that jab's quick as well. We, we, we've had a little spa and it was out there. And we yeah. did the Leon McKenzie thing. And, Leon and McKenzie was ducking away from his right hand. Yeah. So, you know, Leon McKenzie's, you know, championship boxer. Yeah. Um, uh, Nicky from West Ham Fan TV. He's got to be out to have West, All the West Ham. I mean, they're the hardest channel, aren't they? Yeah. They're, by, they're by genuine, large, they real course. Yeah, they're West Ham. Uh, except when they come to Tottenham. Yeah. yeah. True, Jordy's got to be hard, and he's a big lad. Is he, he is. hard? I think, is I think he big, a, a, lot, a lot. He's a big lad. He's have a you big seen guy. him he's with your own eyes? No, never, never met him, unfortunately. I hope to one day. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, I, I think it's about a lot of about how hard you are. It's about your attitude and whether yeah. or not you're up for it yeah because there's a lot of people that would melt in that situation mm. and violence for me has never done much no. I, my instinct when there's violence around isn't to get involved yeah um it's to run run Hide. Or, or use my mouth to get out of it yeah which isn't sometimes yeah, that you know when i say mouth yeah. i'm not just talking okay <laughs> <laughs> what's the matter with you why what's the matter with you <laughs> you've got Sometimes I'm worried my mum might listen. Yeah, I know. My mum might listen. She's oh, like, what? Yeah, I'm sorry, Mrs. Wilson. Yeah. So no what, what is um, the... Okay, so who I would wins? say, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Jordy, look, he's young. I don't he's know. He's like 26, 27. He's got youth. Is he? No, he's 30, isn't he? I don't know. Actually. I think he's, he's 30. But um, I don't know, because I'm a northerner as well, you see. And Northern sometimes... An enigma around them. They do. Mm. Well, I used to play football and people... and But when you'd switch and you you speak fast and you swear, it sounds quite... It can sound... It's people think it's like, oh, what the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah. So is it? It, it, can, uh, it, it can unsettle people. So I think that there's a lot of people that maybe... That he seems that because he's a... When he swears, he talks differently to... People uh, from Newcastle aren't necessarily in, in, po in popular culture as much, are they? It's what mm. Geordie Shaw, Alan Shearer, and the true Geordie. They're the. I mean, it'd be some face off, I think, between Nicky from Arsenal Fan TV and 
yeah. and the true Geordie and I'd, Robbie maybe let, a trium, I'd like to see that as a, as a Royal Rumble kind of event that would be maybe excellent arrange it enough money make anything happen yeah That's let's face Rumble it if we can find a sponsor if anyone's watching yeah. uh, let, let's, let's make that happen but who are you going to pick we need to give a, we need to give a little medal to someone because I know him and I'm backing him um, and he doesn't support Arsenal I'm going for Nicky from West Ham fan TV alright I'll, I'll go along with that I won't mess with Nicky um, that's for sure um, biggest disappointment who's had the biggest disappointment of 2016 uh, in, in the YouTube sense well, what we're talking about yeah we are. Um, I, mean, I can think of two and it's actually the same channel <laughs> both Bull Street <laughs> yeah it's both of us no I think it's got to be right I'm going to give this one out to Redmen TV oh. because not only did they they put in so much effort to their vlogging yeah. of the uh, what was the European yes um, it's against the Europa League and the loss. final against uh, Sevilla they put in so much effort where is it in that. Switzerland I think yeah long uh, road trip they're lost football is a cruel mistress yeah it is a cruel it's the football gods it's not a mistress the football gods yeah. they're, they're the ones we need to start to get into them a bit more because football they're gods. listening always and they do punish you maybe that could be a new angle something to do in the new year something around the football but, gods but, but, but first in, yeah I think we should first in this category yeah. are um, the Redmen TV for, for that trip to Switzerland where they didn't win, they didn't win. Uh, it's a long road trip that is, that is. Um, and, and second in that category is also Redmen TV yeah. for Chris Pager yeah. um, and the what was it the, the League Cup League Cup final against Man City he was very sick very ill so they got up didn't they it's like 5am to make this trip because obviously like just travelling from Liverpool to London and back on cup final day when there's loads of people doing it and coming back it's fine Tra when you travel's feel difficult great. it's fine when you do it when you feel great and it's fine when you're just going as a fan but when you're going as a fan that's got to make content yeah. which means you've got to film loads of stuff which means you've got to then edit loads of stuff you've got to manage your storage you've got to get the audio right yeah. it's a it's a big day you've got a lot to do lot. so your day's got a few hours either side of it that normal fans don't have to do so when, yeah. they're, when they're having a kit when they're relaxing our guys are making content right mm. Now imagine waking up for that day and you're just vomiting constantly yeah. Yeah. throughout the night. And not only do you go all the way, you think, fuck it. They even were talking about dropping him off. But he went through it. He got all the way there. He's a did soldier. It, did it finish in normal time? No, no it didn't. Of course it didn't. Did it finish in extra time? Nah, nah we're going to make you do penalties, Chris. <laughs> Poor lad. <laughs> Chris Pajak, what a legend, yeah. what a hero. Respect. Give, him, give him a medal. Yeah, well, we can have his little emoji. Um... Next one, let's do best. Who's this? Stu. Uh, Stu. Should we get him on? Yeah. Oh, I missed him. No, no, I didn't work. What meant to be? Um, best format throughout the fan channel. Our fan channel. A fan channel network. Uh, post match point, West Ham fan TV again. Good it choice. Works perfectly for what they're doing. Love watching it. Even it's real. It is, and, and you can see the frustration. It's real. It doesn't matter what even what they're talking about is bollocks. It, it isn't, but it, even if it was, because you can see the genuine fan there. You can see it. You can see the all of us as fans of football fans have felt everything they feel, mm. whether it's jubilation or mo mo most likely with yeah. West Ham this season, kind of heartache. Yeah. Um, and some proper truth bombs get dropped in there. They definitely do, and that's the difference between people that are making a YouTube channel around their passions. Um, compared to people that are making football content to appeal to a mass audience to make money. 
mm. their things come because that's what you have as a fan you go and have a post-match pint you talk about it and you've been honest and it's an exchange of opinions uh, uh, so I, yeah I, I love that format that's the format of the year doing it West Ham aren't you give, give him a medal yeah. outstanding contribution um, Jack Reeve I mean it's hard yeah. work being a, a, a Norwich fan uh, Jack Reeve if you don't know he runs Talk Norwich City uh, has to deal with the fact they're in, only in the Premier League every, every other year um, interest in everything he does dries up every time they get relegated and yeah. it's only his professionalism uh, his, his guile to carry on and actually yeah. produce brilliant content and the fact that do you know what actually fuck that no we ain't giving this to Jack he's got enough already he's an 18 and he's already you know he's going to be fine yeah. he doesn't need Jack this. is going to be fine and uh, as well as that like he um, he, he lost his father, didn't he? As well, uh, yeah. I think it was last year, actually. Or it was the start of this year. I've never um, known a more switched-on young man than Jack Reeve. He's a a fine young man. He is. Like if I was his father, I'd be proud. That's Massively. what I'd say. He's a lovely lad, very talented, uh, funny, honest, funny, uh, and we because we've known him a few years. You really see in him growing and, and becoming a, an adult and uh, uh, yeah I think he's going to have a, a great life love Jack do you know what I love Give about Bull Street what I love about Bull Street is that people who actually go out and do something or have proven that they, they can and they do it's that you guys uh, we us we you kind of reward them with an opportunity to actually work in this sphere which is such a rare thing I think I think that's an amazing thing I, I'm going to blow smoke up your ass now you, no, you have created a, a, a place where people have actually applied something and, and, and are passionate about something and work hard enough to get something out each week or each mm. day or whatever it might be and it's such a rare thing for an organisation to give us that opportunity I mean, look, done it on no, no 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 we don't give that opportunity people are already taking that opportunity before we meet them people are doing that themselves so we haven't enabled any of them to do anything you were already doing the fighting court you were we building that one a living no but you were building leverage you were building a body of work you were demonstrating that you're a leader and a pioneer because not every fan there's a lot of people that sit there and go I wish I had a YouTube of 200,000 I wish I had a, a Facebook page of that I wish I had a big Twitter account I wish I had a podcast that fucking was lit you know got 40 50,000 downloads a week but they then go on and, and and sit there and kind of like play I don't know Call of Duty all day or whatever um, whereas you built that and Robbie Arsenal TV built that Paul, Redman, Jack, all these guys have built that. So we haven't given, we don't do anything to let you do it. What we've been is we've been lucky enough throughout this journey is to very organically get to know a bunch of people that were actually kind of cool. And what we've started to do is is that community, we've just started to try and wrap it together. And I guess this is what the Ball Street mission is and this is what 2017 is hopefully going to be about. And now it sounds like we meant to talk about this, but we didn't. No. Um, it's What we're essentially doing is we're making a sports media company out of passionate fans <coughs> that have got genuine audiences. Mm. What's what we're doing, we're taking bedroom businesses, passionate fans, and we're helping turn them into a fucking media company. And together with the skills, together with the audiences, we can build something that represents and provides a genuine fan view and actually provides, uh, tries to make football fair for fans and brands, uh, rather than what you often get, which is um, things that actually exploit fans, people, that actually exploit brands by kind of uh, advertisements that are intrusive, mm. you know, like things that are kind of, I don't know, let's not get totally into it, let's not make it about us. Um, but yeah, we haven't done that, mate. We're Fair just enough. a part of a beautiful community that's that's gonna go on and do even better things. Most sexually obsessed, Flav, give him a medal. Um, 
the biggest argument that will never ever be settled what do you mean mm. Arsenal Arsenal Spurs. fan TV no, oh, Arsenal Ars- fan TV Ars- uh, is Arsenal fan TV evil or not it's like is it good or bad yeah the amount of yeah, different opinions on, on that and, I don't want really to talk about that right I think that's kind of it there's some other stuff but I can't read them and I'm best client Iceland oh yeah the Iceland Iceland for, for, for backing us and allowing us to do stuff and that won seven different awards seven awards campaign. bitch um, that was beautiful too amazing work amazing work um, so yeah mate is that it that's it for the year we've done it we've done the year we, do you know we've done 37 episodes of the podcast that's crazy have you enjoyed time. yourself I have face doesn't look like you have well nice no, I've been thinking about what happens next year because we want to start to do some different content for um, for the trade I'm not sure I can do both what the fuck <laughs> what do you mean I don't know you ain't nah. I think we might have to change I it up I think you might have to re- think about what it is that's important to you I've got some big decisions Matthew to make yeah I know uh, but now mate it's been it's been a lot of fun thank you thanks to everyone who's, who's, whose ears we've come in <laughs> uh, thanks everyone whose uh, face we've, uh, come, over. we've come over um, um, thanks Craig yeah thanks for downloading yeah, thanks Craig for sitting there because he might not even listen to his podcast yeah. if he had the choice no he wouldn't doesn't have the choice he wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there he, about he's got else. earphones on and he, <laughs> earphones he's just listening to uh, Lighthouse Family light, the worst fucking tasting music like, on earth is that right yeah, absolutely That's thank surprised. you so much everyone for downloading 2016 remember lots of what you do and uh, what's of what, lots of what we've done you can listen to and listen back um, plenty of interviews with professional footballers ex-professional footballers interesting people Michael Venom Page you know uh, oh. Leon McKenzie Best guest, we never did that. Best pod? Best pod, Ian Wright. Ian Wright, Ian Wright. Oh, hands down, hands down, hands down. Okay. And Michael Venom Page, hands yeah, down. Yeah, that was good, MVP. Hey, MVP. Uh, yeah, it's all good. So, uh, yeah, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next year, or it'll be next week. See you at the far post. See you at the far post. Like it's potatoes. Street. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 